Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Here in America, the Inflation Reduction Act has made a lot of headlines and. Many see it as a great achievement for the Biden administration, but not everyone around the world sees it quite the same way. Many are seeing it as not a good way for the U.S. to win friends or influence allies. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. It's always interesting to see how uh, things that happen from a policy standpoint here at home actually have very different headlines and very different feeling to them outside the United States. And one area where we are seeing that is with the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, Most people have focused on the impact here in America, but there is a broad brush and a a big hit to a lot of different uh, folks. And to help us break all of that down, we're always thrilled to have on the show Olivier Knox, national political correspondent and anchor of the Daily 202 at the Washington Post, Post joins us on the line. Uh, Olivier, uh, you say that not all of our allies around the world are saying, hey, that's, a, that's an awesome Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah, you know, it's not, it's not infrequent to see gaps in the headlines in America about a given policy and headlines overseas. But this is a pretty notable one. As you yeah. point out, uh, Biden has been traveling the country talking up the Inflation Reduction Act. The headlines are about, you know, the legislative achievement. They're about the down payment on significant action to combat the climate crisis. Um, It's obviously being uh, covered in the context of the midterms. Overseas, it's being covered uh, in a lot of countries that are very important to America, basically in every major country that produces automobiles and is allied with the United States, South Korea, Britain, Japan, uh, Sweden, other places. They are concerned because the policy at at the core of the electric vehicle component of this legislation aims to move production of electric vehicles and the batteries that power them to the United States. And um, that sounds great to the United States. It means more jobs, you know, the green energy future, et cetera. But by definition, moving production to the United States means moving production from other places. And one concern uh, in a lot of these countries, uh, and now in the European Union more broadly, is that this uh, law will incentivize moving production and therefore moving jobs out of American allies and to the United States. Yeah, and you mentioned that in your uh, piece today that the the word really is jobs, uh, whether that's uh, there in Europe or in Asia. Uh, moving those things back to the United States would clearly have an impact there. What are some of the conversations that are going on behind the scenes in terms of uh, moderating, the, moderating that? It's always uh, interesting, I think, from a policy standpoint because we have we have allies and alliances, and, and while we need 
all of those countries that you just named, uh, we need them as, as important strategic things. We also go head-to-head with them uh, on a lot of things, uh, including jobs. Yeah, that's right. I mean, competition between the United States and its allies is nothing especially new. You know, the, the general thinking is that among the countries that spy in the United States, uh, you know, France and Israel are pretty high on the list. It's nothing, it's nothing extremely new. But what's really upsetting a lot of these countries is that uh, some of them uh, went out of their way to encourage investment in America. So uh, when Joe Biden was in, was in East Asia uh, this spring, he was in South Korea, and, um, you know, Hyundai announced a massive investment in America to build electric vehicles. Well, the, the, the plants that it's building in America will not be eligible for the incentives of the Inflation Reduction Act for years. Uh, and so there's a concern in places like South Korea, again, that, that, that this law is going to convince major auto, uh, automakers to move to the United States. There are really two big conversations, um, three big conversations, I'm sorry. One is among U.S. allies that are concerned. So one of the interesting reports in early September was that a bunch of the countries uh, that, that worried about being affected were actually holding working group meetings at the embassy level in Washington, D.C. to try to figure out how, how to fix this problem. That's pretty significant. It's not very often that you get a bunch of American allies, Sweden, Japan, South Korea, others, getting together to talk about how to sort of confront the United States about a policy. The second conversation that's going on is the United States uh, and major allies. So one of the things that's been obvious in the reporting uh, and one of the things that the White House told me was, you know, actually the White House is aware of these concerns and has been working uh, diligently to try to address them. So there are a number of high profile meetings. The U.S. Trade Representative, Catherine Tai, has met with a bunch of counterparts. Um, so, uh, Janet Yellen is talking about trying to find a fix for this. There are uh, so there are talks between the United States and major allies. And the third conversation, in some ways the most important one, is internal to the Biden administration. Um, you are seeing significant uh, Biden aides, senior Biden aides, really breaking with the old Washington-based consensus about free trade. You know, for for a long time, um, classical liberal economists made the case in favor of free trade. That's mostly what would what what how Washington approached. Uh, the global commercial uh, uh, environment, looking for reductions in tariffs and expanded market access. And the Biden administration is really saying, no, uh, that's not good enough. We can't have free trade deals that uh, make our supply lines more brittle, undermine um, climate change, perfect provisions meant to fight climate change, I'm sorry, um, and displace our workers. So in some ways, uh, as National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said, Biden is breaking with the last 30 years or so. Yeah, and that's the part I really wanted to dig in with you is because I do think that's so fascinating because it is such a significant shift in kind of the way Washington has worked over the last three decades. Uh, Are there any other uh, conversations or any other rumblings from your sources there in the administration in terms of how that's progressing? Uh, Have they extended that on into uh, members of Congress in terms of things that might be coming that might impact free trade? Uh, Any any, uh, tea leaves there to be read? Well, so far, the Biden approach has, has gotten uh, a, a pretty warm response from uh, progressives in Congress who have been making these arguments for a while now. That the, right. the traditional free trade agreement approach undermines American workers, undermines uh, environmental uh, regulations. And, and, and the pandemic has, of course, highlighted the, the, uh, just how fragile American supply chains really are. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so the conversations between the administration and the Congress, they've mostly been able to count on, on support from open public support from progressive Democrats. 
And they haven't really run into much resistance from Republicans because this is kind of I don't want to it's not a perfect analog, but it's kind of what some of what Trump was doing, the idea mm-hmm. that you would have, um, you know, uh, robust government intervention in the markets. Um, and so, you know, in, in Donald Trump's case, sometimes it was personal vindictiveness towards companies like Harley Davidson. Um, but, you know, the, the massive uh, tariffs that Trump imposed on China, which uh, Joe Biden has not removed. That's pretty significant. Right. Um, there is something of a second consensus emerging out of D.C. that that the old way of doing business, the sort of NAFTA way of doing business, just uh, just can't work anymore. Mm, that's fascinating stuff. Uh, we'll continue to watch that uh, in the uh, days and weeks ahead. Obviously, uh, I think those three components, climate, the workers, and obviously the supply chains that uh, got very exposed during the course of the pandemic uh, are all playing in there. And this is one of those areas where uh, I really appreciated in the, the 202 today that you talked about kind of that behind the scenes, those different levels uh, of, uh, of intervention and conversations happening uh, with diplomats that I, I think are so important that we often don't get a real good look at. Uh, but this is one area where I think that behind the scenes and several levels of diplomacy uh, is probably going to be real critical to make sure we keep our allies and alliances strong, uh, competing where we need to, and also moving forward in a way that's good for the country. Absolutely. And you know what? You should watch uh, President Biden's upcoming travel to the Group of 20 summit mm-hmm. in Indonesia, where climate will definitely play, play a huge role. But I suspect we will also see references to this new trade alignment. Yeah, fascinating stuff as always. Olivia Knox, national political correspondent and anchor of the Daily 202 at the Washington Post. You should sign up for that if you're not on that list uh, because he will give you the straight story uh, and some great insight and some great inside sources. Uh, Olivia, thanks so much for joining us as always. My pleasure as always. All right, uh, some very fascinating things there. This is, really is a uh, an interesting way to look at the Inflation Reduction, Reduction Act uh, in terms of what it does and doesn't do and how it's being perceived abroad. Uh, sometimes we think uh, if it's good for us here, it's good everywhere. And some of our allies and important alliances are saying, wait a minute, not so fast. That's going to hurt our jobs, our economy. Uh, how is that going to play out? And it shows you how complex this can be. It also shows you how interconnected the world really is. And that can be a good thing. If we focus it in the right way, uh, we really can make a difference that way. Great insight as always from Olivier Knox. We'll be right back. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.